again and welcome to episode number eight of the Who Am I podcast with the Southside Church of Christ. I am Brian Dill. And I'm Jackson Wells. We are glad that you decided to join us as a part of this podcast, which uh, we want to continue to use to help us to maintain our Christian identity in the shifting sands of culture. Absolutely. Uh, Before we get really into the meat of things, a couple weeks ago, Brian did this trivia thing, and I got to experience, you know, he was asking (laughs) me questions and all kinds of stuff. (laughs) So uh, we're just flip the roles. I'm going to give him bits of trivia, and we're going to see how he responds to it. So first (laughs) things first, I kind of of, uh, did some categories here. We've got, like, literature, history, biology, (laughs) sports, and entertainment. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's like Trivial Pursuit or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So uh, literature here. Okay. The classic book written by Dr. Seuss, Green Eggs and Ham. <laughs> it was it was written as a bet. Dr. Seuss made a bet to really? write this book. The the challenge was Dr. Seuss, I don't think you can write a book in less than 50 words using less than 50 words. <gasps> really? Mhm. <laughs> he did it. Do you know how much money he won? $50. That is correct. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> he won 50 bucks for writing that book. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know wow. the last time I read that book, but I'm going to have to go back and read it. And I didn't Count the I, words. I'm going right? to, I don't know if it was necessarily less than 50 words oh, total okay. or 50, 50 different words. Oh, I see. Or maybe he did oh. write it in less than 50 words. How does it start? Greenick, I don't know. Sam. Sam I am. I don't know. Uh, uh, unimportant. unimportant. Yeah. <laughs> you got that one right. Good job. Uh, next question. Andrew Jackson, seventh president of the United States of America, was shot twice. He had two bullets right. lodged in him. Goodness. Uh, once he was shot uh, in a duel with a guy named Charles Dickinson, not the not writer. author. <laughs> no. Yeah. Do you know where he was shot? Both location and like like physical location like shoulder and, and where did he get shot? <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah, uh, no, I have I have no idea. So he got shot in the chest, roughly uh, two three inches above his heart. Ooh man! Yeah, in Logan County, Kentucky. Ah, okay. Um, I was listening to something, and it was talking <laughs> about that. That's why you brought this up. <laughs> as I was, it was the weirdest thing. I was driving through Logan County, and this was a topic that had come up on the podcast, <clears> talking <throat> about the duel that Andrew Jackson was in with Charles Dickinson in Logan County. It was a really weird experience. Charles Dickinson was a crack shot. He had killed 26 people up to this point. What in the world? Yeah, yeah. Uh, dueling back then, 1800s, early 1800s was crazy, I guess. But... He had killed 26 people up to this point. And at the time, apparently the rules for this duel was somebody gets to choose who shoots first. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's real fair. Yeah. <laughs> Andrew Jackson got to choose. Guess who he cho- chose to shoot first? He chose the other guy? He chose Charles Dickinson, a guy who'd killed 26 other people. And so they're, they, they line up to duel. They walk 24 feet apart. 24 feet. That's, okay. that's not very far. Really not. Charles Dickinson shoots, hits Andrew Jackson square in the chest. Andrew Jackson doesn't flinch. <laughs> what? Yeah. And, uh, and Charles Dickinson's like, oh, no. <laughs> um, 
Then Andrew Jackson pulls up his gun, and whenever he pulls the trigger, nothing happens. Like, the, it draw fires. Aww. But then he cocks back the trigger again and shoots him. And so there's a little <laughs> bit of controversy on whether or not he should have recocked his right. gun. Um, but anyways, <laughs> I love history. That's uh, I could, Yeah, sorry. That's crazy. <clears throat> Next question. Which animal has the largest eyeball in the world? The ostrich. Mm-mm. No, I think that oh, one man. is highest eyeball to brain size ratio. Okay, okay. I knew um, there, there was something about ostriches and their eyeballs. It's, yeah. Is it a whale of some sort? It is. It is a sea creature. Okay. It is a giant squid. Oh, yeah. yeah. You want to guess how large the eyeball is? Oh man, I don't know if I want to know this. <laughs> it's it's eleven inches in diameter. <clears throat> Yuck. Yeah, it's bigger <laughs> than a men's size basketball. Like. <laughs> I'm, I'm just Aww. imagining like how big a human would have to be to have basketball-sized eyes. Right, right. Um, yeah, I don't so want to think about like that too much. Like a bowling much. ball. Yeah, thereabouts. Yeah, gross. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> sports question. Here we go. Okay. There are two days out of 365 where there is not a major sporting event from uh, MLB, NHL, NBA, or NFL. What two days are those? Oh, man. <laughs> two days. There's two days out of the year where, the out of the four major sports. Where we know for sure there, there will you know, not There might be. be some, you know, disc golf tournaments or something going well, on. But, but. Oh, man. And it's the, is it the same date every year? Nope. Not the same date every oh, year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Man. Okay. I will say. Let me do has, some process of elimination here okay. i know it's not christmas because there's always that yeah. nba games on christmas day yeah. i know it's not thanksgiving there's nfl games there i know it's not labor day or memorial day because i know there's baseball going on then july 4th is the same there's gonna uh-huh. be baseball uh are those two dates holidays Mm-mm, they're not, not holidays, holidays. Not okay no okay i will say it has to do with baseball has to do with baseball? Mm-hmm. Because at one point, baseball is the only major sport going on. It's the days before the All-Star game. Yep. It's, it's, the, oh. day, it's the day before the All-Star, All-Star break and the day after. Yes. Those are the only two That's days right. that you don't have a major sport going on in America. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. Last question. Entertainment. Okay. Um, and, and we'll make this one sort of a two-parter, I guess. Um, first, it's about a movie. It came out in 1997. Okay. Um, I was watching movies at that point. You were. You were. I was not. <laughs> or if I was, it was like Blue's Clues. <laughs> Can you think of any movies? Do you remember any movies that like came out? In 1997. Right around that time, um, that would have been something like Braveheart, Gladiator. Okay. You know, that's the era. Let me me just ask the question as it's written. Who starred in the 1997 movie featuring a thief for hire who called himself the namesake of the movie, The Saint? Oh, uh, Val Kilmer. Yeah. Have you seen that movie? Oh, yeah. I've not, of course. <laughs> no, but I, I saw it doing some research for this, 
podcast and it's like that's got to be the that's got to be the last question that i ask him <laughs> is who was that yeah val kilmer apparently he would dress up as different characters yes. to steal stuff yes but he always uh called himself uh the name of a a saint right yes <laughs> which sounds pretty cool uh, like a funny a funny like was uh, it a funny movie or was it oh no no it, it was, was serious <laughs> oh yeah okay. yeah he he was uh a master thief and also a master at disguise. Okay. And so they would never uh, recognize him, you know, no matter yeah. where he went. And I mean, but Val Kilmer's got, like, very recognizable lips. That's what I noticed right. about all right. the images that I was seeing. I was like, you, they could have figured this out. They could have figured this out. <laughs> well, but he was. A, it was really cool. He was able to do things to, to adjust age and weight oh, okay. and okay. things. And he would even, like stuff some cotton back in it, you know, uh, make Mar- his cheeks Marlon look Brando a little, style. little bigger. Yeah. Okay. So it was, it was, it was pretty cool. It was, a, it was an okay movie. It was, it was fine for, for what it was. I think according yeah. to IMDB, is that how you, is, are those the right letters? That um, is, yeah. <laughs> that it was like the 4,600th-ish popular movie of all time. <laughs> of all time. Um, so. It yeah. was, uh, it was probably top 10 that year. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, it was. You know Val Kilmer. That was kind of around his heyday. Yeah, and and so. Well, when did when was the Batman that he was in? When did it come out? Well, uh, <laughs> I've heard that's I, the best one. Oh man, it's so bad. <laughs> okay, I don't know. That would have been a little earlier in the nineties. Okay, I, I feel okay. like I was. Was he before or after George Clooney? Oh, he was before. Okay. <laughs> Batman's been weird. Yeah, yeah. He was the between. Um, Keaton and yeah, yeah, okay. between Michael Keaton and 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 George Clooney. Gotcha, Man. gotcha. Well, speaking of, uh, so I know why you used that <laughs> as the the last question yeah. because for the meat of the week, we're asking the question: Am I a saint? And I think different images or different kinds of people come to mind when we think of that word saint or we hear it used in some way and so first i wanted to to ask you jackson what what do you think of what comes to mind for you when you hear saint the first thing i think of honestly is drew Brees, um because he played for the oh oh new right. orleans saints <laughs> <laughs> okay. if, if you were to say saint the first the first human that i would think of is drew Brees. um <laughs> But after okay. that, I would I would think of like the the religious concept of saints and patron saints and all this stuff. Oh, right. And because I know we were talking about, I looked up some some interesting saints. Oh, did that, you? That I was like, I looked up you know weirdest saints that there are. Oh no. Uh, yeah. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share I'm gonna share with you the two that I found. Oh, okay. Okay. My favorite, <clears throat> Saint Medard of Picardy. <laughs> He's like the, a saint of the weather or something like that. Oh, um, okay. And whatever the weather is on June 8th, that's what the weather will be for the next 40 days. <laughs> and you can thank St. Medard of Picardy. <laughs> Which you I don't know, think that that's true. <laughs> it is. It was, and it was like the the description on the on the website that I was looking at is like the lore suggests, and it was like this oh, right. lore around this saint, right? Um, and then the other one, <laughs> he's actually the saint of two things. Okay. Saint Saint uh, Drago, I guess is how D R O G O. Which isn't that a fighter Drogo. in Rocky? Uh, I don't know. Anyways, he is the saint of. <laughs> 
<laughs> unattractive people. Oh my goodness gracious! <laughs> and coffee houses. <laughs> Because those two go together so naturally, right? Yeah. Uh, what? Yeah. what? <laughs> so I saw. I, I. There were. There were a ton more that were funny. Um, and a lot of. A lot of these people, like Drogo and Medard, were real people. Right. Um, yes. Yes. And they went through some sort of trial, and <laughs> that is why they are uh, the saint of what they are the saint of. <laughs> Oh my goodness! <laughs> or they're called. I think, and we'll talk about this as we go. The podcast, right, the the concept right. of their sainthood, quote yes. unquote, sainthood, is different than what we are going to find out. Uh, actually, sure, is meant by for saint. Sure. Well, because because usually a saint is someone special, mm-hmm. right? It's someone that is unique that accomplished something great or or did something for somebody or something maybe yeah. did something for unattractive people at a coffee house i think I don't Saint know. i think he was technically ugly like like he would have been considered ugly so like cyrano or something yeah like that, you know? yeah 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 kind of yeah so 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 in our minds you know we have certain things that come to mind with this word but what I find really interesting is how different that is from the way the word is actually used in our Bibles. Uh, the word saint, the English word saint, in the English Standard Version of the Bible shows up 61 times. All right. But of those 61 times, 60 of those are plural saints. So it's not talking about Saint Drago or whatever, yeah. or yeah. or even Saint Matthew or Saint Luke or anything of that nature. That's not at all the way it's actually used in Scripture. And then the only other time that it's not plural is in Philippians four twenty one when it says, "Greet every saint in Christ Jesus," still implying that there's more than yeah. one. So yeah. we're talking about groups of people. That's the only time this word is ever used. Uh, the Greek itself is is the word hageos, which is holy ones. Now, I feel like that is a much more general term than what we think of when we think of a saint. Yeah, it's uh, some a holy person or holy ones, holy people is very different from a saint. And so I think that there are certain implications here that that we need to understand regarding the difference between what the Bible actually says about saints. Primarily that saints are are not a specialized group within the church. Mm-hmm. It's not that we have Christians, and then the really, really special Christians are the saints. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of reminds me of our episode a few weeks ago when we were talking about priests. Like, right, right. I think sometimes we think saints are the Christian version of priests in the I, sense of right, the Old Testament. Right, um, it's not true. <laughs> and 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 we see this just borne out for us in the way the New Testament is written because. 
in Romans chapter 1, verse 7, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 1, Philippians chapter 1, verse 1, Colossians chapter 1, verse 2. And I could just keep going because yeah. it just really keeps going. The way that Paul wrote his letters over and over and over and over again, it says, to the saints at Rome, Ephesus, Philippi, Colossae, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. So this is a term that refers to everyone in the church. Paul was not writing these letters to just a little group within the church yeah. or something. And then a really important verse, I think, for us is 1 Corinthians chapter 1 and verse 2, and the way Paul addresses this letter to the church in Corinth. It says, To the church of God that is in Corinth, to those sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints together with all those who in every place call upon the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, both their Lord and ours. That verse is key to our understanding that saints are all those who are set apart from the world in Jesus Christ, not a special group within the church. Yeah. What that should tell us is there's a couple things that we can get out of this from the concept of understanding that we are saints. Well, the first thing that comes to my mind is whenever you told us that Greek definition is holy ones, we are holy. We're worthy to God. And that should give us confidence in our identity with Christ. Uh, As holy ones, we have several responsibilities. As Christians, we have several responsibilities. Um, Responsibilities in regards to how we treat other Christians, how we communicate the gospel to other people. And as saints, we are to set an example of righteousness to the world for them to see what Christ looks like. Absolutely. So when we call ourselves saints and then we don't do saint-like things, we're, I mean, we, 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 we're all going to struggle with sin. We're all going to fall short, you know. For sure. But when we consistently do that, we're kind of tarnishing the idea of what a saint actually is. Mm. Um, and and so I think the perspective that, okay, there were some people back in the old days that were saints, they're lifted up even higher because nobody now can ever be that holy, <laughs> which is not true um, because those right. people sinned as, as well. And so yes. we have to realize that, that we, can, we can be saint-like. We can be holy. Um, the last thing you said is uh, we're all set apart from the world in Jesus. Um, and the concept of being set apart from the world, it reminded me a lot of a sermon you had a couple weeks ago where you talked about how we're aliens, how we're not a part of the world, how we're supposed to be different. And so just like priests, just like aliens, just like saints, we are supposed to be different. We're, we're, we are supposed to be set apart. And that's not necessarily an easy thing to do. Um, sure. And I was mentioning those saints at the beginning here, where I was talking about St. Medard and St. Drago and how they were real people. They, 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 they went through trials and they, they went through a lot of things and we may not agree with a lot of what they said or taught or did or whatever, but their goal was to exemplify Christ the best they could. And a lot of times the reason that they are recognized as a saint is because of the trial that they went through. 
And so okay. being a saint isn't necessarily a scot-free, you're going to have an easy walk with Christ lifestyle. It's, it's, right. a, hard, it's a hard lifestyle. It's right. just like being an alien. You're, you're, you're not a, a part of this world. You're, you're set apart, and you're supposed to look different. And when we, when we think of what a saint is, we don't think of humans now. <laughs> but we should. We, we should think of, of a modern Christian That's as right. a saint because Absolutely. They, they're supposed to be holy. They're supposed to yes. exemplify what Christ is. And maybe that's a part of uh, what what prevents us from really thinking of ourselves in those terms is because we think of saintly mm-hmm. and being a saint as something beyond just being a Christian. Yeah. And we think, oh, man, that's, you know, that's for the the uber christians yeah. Yeah. out there <laughs> and that's yeah. and then we know and we know that we're not that yeah. and so we we don't think of ourselves in those terms but maybe we should yeah. and maybe we should start thinking of ourselves in those terms to help us remember hey I am a saint in the sense that I am set apart yeah and I'm supposed to look different from the rest of this world and I need to remember that yeah and it does it does require focus I mean, right. it, you're talking about super Christians. If if everybody is a super Christian, <laughs> great, you know. And and part of that is 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 practicing your focus, right? Like like in in moments of trial or whatever, you you go out of your way to to talk to God, you know, like right, doing those saint like things. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, when exactly. we when we focus more on Christ, we dedicate more of ourselves to Him. It doesn't necessarily become easier to be a Christian or a saint or a priest or an alien or, or whatever you want to use there, but it does become more natural. It becomes a, a okay. more of a habit. Yeah. Um, yeah. And and I think to, to be a saint, it, it has to be a habit. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah. Well, so ask yourself, am I a saint? As a part of our identity as Christians— the answer is yes. If you are in Jesus Christ, you are a saint. Now, that doesn't mean that you are perfect. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that you're something special. It just means that you have been set apart by the blood of Jesus, mm-hmm. which is a pretty incredible thing. It is. And, it is. and it's something that, to be grateful for, and it's something that uh, should alter the way that we live our lives. All right. Jackson, anything else for today? I don't have anything else. Okay. All right. Well, we are are glad that you decided to join us this week, and we are praying that you continue to remember to live the life of someone who is set apart from the rest of this world as a saint in God's kingdom. And we look forward to next week. If you join us again next week, we will have our third guest on the show. His name is David Rogers, and he is from Evansville, Indiana, and we're excited about having him with us. Have a great week, and take care.